boys and girls, are you tucked in bed and ready to hear a story? We're going to listen to a bedtime story from the book of Acts, told to us by Pastor Matt from Seven Mile Road in Boston, Massachusetts. Well, have you ever had someone say to you, hey, we're going to be coming through town. We would love to see you guys. I live in the great city of Boston. And sometimes people who I love who don't live in the great city of Boston are passing through the great city of Boston. And so when they are, they say to me, hey, I'm going to be in town. You want to hang out? Maybe we can get some coffee or share some dinner or go to Fenway or go to the beach. I would love to see you. Yeah, that's normal. When you love somebody, you want to be with them. Well, one time Jesus' apostle Paul was traveling and he knew, oh, I'm going to be near my friends in the city of Ephesus. Now, I'm not going to be in the city of Ephesus. I'm going to be at the port called Miletus near the city, but that's close enough for them to come see me. I'll let them know and maybe we can get some coffee, share a meal, or talk together before I board my boat at the port. Well, when his friends got that invitation, what do you think they said? They said, 100%. Absolutely. We would love to come see you, Paul. We never know when we're going to get to see you. And we don't have FaceTime or the internet. So this is our only chance. So the friends and the elders of the church, they hustled from Ephesus to Miletus to see him. And when he was there, he said, hey, before I sail away, I've got something important to tell you guys. And he gave them one of the most beautiful speeches you will ever hear. It was so encouraging and so helpful and so true. And it's been so helpful to our church. Do you know what we did? We took these words and we wrote a book about them. We did. It's called What Church Can Be. And it's built on the vision in these words. So I'm just going to say them to you, kind of like a speech, like Paul might have said them. And as you grow up, I want you to go, I want to go to a church that feels like that. Here's what he said. You yourselves know how I lived among you the whole time from the first day that I set foot in Asia. I was serving the Lord with all humility and with tears and with trials that happened to me through the plots of the Jews. You know how I did not shrink from declaring to you anything that was profitable. And I was teaching you in public and in your houses, testifying both to Jews and to Greeks, to everybody about repentance toward God and faith in our Lord Jesus Christ. And now, check this out. I am going to Jerusalem, constrained by the Spirit. I don't even know what's going to happen to me there, except that the Holy Spirit does testify to me in every city I pass through that prison and affliction await me but it's okay because I don't account my life of any value nor as precious to myself if only 
I may finish my course and the ministry that I received from the Lord Jesus to testify to the gospel of the grace of God. And now, and I know this is going to sound very sad, none of you are going to see my face again. So I testify to you this day that I am innocent of the blood of all because I didn't shrink back from declaring to you the whole counsel of God. Pay careful attention to yourselves and pay careful attention to all the flock in the church in which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers to care for the church of God, which he obtained with his own blood. As soon as I leave, I know that fierce wolves will come in among you, not sparing the flock. I also know that from among your own number will arise men speaking twisted things to draw the disciples away after them. So stay alert. Remember, for three years, I did not cease night or day to admonish everyone with tears. And now, I commend you to God and to the word of his gospel grace, which is able to build you up and to give you the inheritance among all of us who are being sanctified. I coveted no one's silver, no one's gold, no one's clothes. You guys know that these hands ministered to my needs and to those who are with me. In all these things, I have shown you that by working hard in this way, we must help the weak and remember the words of the Lord Jesus. It was he who said, it's so much better to give than to receive. Isn't that beautiful? When he was done talking, they knelt down together and they prayed that God's blessing would be on their work. And then do you know what they did? What do you do if someone you love is going to be gone for a long, 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 long time? You cry. You hug them. You kiss them. You hold on to them. And that's what they did. There was so much weeping and so much kissing and so much hugging and so much holding because they didn't know if it wouldn't be until heaven when they would get to see each other again. Do we love each other like that in our church? Is that how you love your pastors and the men and the women of your church and the boys and the girls? that if you weren't going to see them, you would miss them. That's how Jesus calls us to do it. Let's pray. Father, thanks for these words, this vision of church. Thanks for the tightness that they had. We want it so bad. Thanks that you are with us, even if we are not with each other. Amen. All right. It is time for bed. sweet dreams, and thanks for listening. To find out more information about our church, Google 7 Mile Road, Boston.